friends. Hello, Bean Pod. Welcome to Chaotic Academia, a podcast of informal curiosity seeking. Um, basically, I just kind of follow wherever my inquiries lead me um, in a very chaotic and messy way. It's all about learning, figuring out life, and I don't know. I love it. I love it. It is me, your favorite podcast host, your best friend, and your getaway driver, Miss Alina. Um, or just Alina. <laughs> Don't call me Miss Lena. That's what the kids at work call me. Today's episode is all about the things that I found when I Googled how to be confident. <laughs> I'm super excited. But before we get into that, let's do some housekeeping. One, happy fall. I am going to be releasing my fall book list hopefully today. Um, is, well, the day that you're listening to this anyway. <laughs> oh. oh. I lost power last Sorry, a big yawn. I'm like cold all of a sudden. I gotta, I gotta go get a sweater. Freak. I'm, we lost power last week. And so, you know what? My microphone is portable. Let me just walk and talk. Dude, I should just start pacing while I do these podcast episodes. That'd be awesome. Um, I'm just, just wheeling towards my sweater on my desk chair with my wheels. Wheelies. Okay. I lost power last week and thus the Wi-Fi, so I didn't have internet and I have some social media posts for you, um, which is super fun. I want, so I have a fall reading list coming out um, about books I think you should, books either I'm reading this fall or books I think that you should read this fall. Um, super excited. If you like reading, join my book club, um, Alina's Book Club, that's literally what it's called. Oh, the sweater is really comfy. It's so soft. I swear to God, if I have to poop right now, I just started recording. Um, <laughs> um, we're reading All We Can Save, edited by uh, Ayana Elizabeth Johnson and Katherine Wilkinson. It's super, super awesome. Um, I will be doing... So, that's our October book of the month. So, read that book throughout October. If you have anything, any thoughts on it, any comments, um, email me, DM me. Send a voice mess like a voice message, a voice note in Anchor, um, any of that stuff, and I can include it in the podcast episode. So, uh, book club basically means we pick a book for the month, and then at the end of the month, the very last episode for the month, so that last Tuesday, I release an episode, and that episode is about the book. Um, I have read parts of this book. I know a lot about the project and a lot about the authors, but I'm super excited to actually like, get into this book and then like talk about it with you guys. So. Go read it and we can we can chat. It's super awesome. Um, next up, if you need a Spanish or political science or gov, gov like a civics tutor, um, let me know. I am a tutor. That is my job for the most part. And I would love to help you guys. I have been a tutor for a number of different capacities. It's honestly how I make the majority of my living. So please support me um, if you want to learn Spanish or civics. I do a lot of work. I have, I've tutored with three different organizations before, um, companies I should say, and I love it. I'm good at it, even though this episode is really, even though my podcast is always like messy, I'm a decent tutor. Um, these are supposed to be chaotic and informal. Those are a little bit different, but so yeah, um, if you're a tutor, just DM me, email me, uh, Alina is studying at gmail.com please check out my link tree. My link tree will have um, my contact info, all my social medias, places that you can buy books. So if you to buy all we can save to buy um, a book for a book, if you see a book club book and you're like, I really want to buy that book, ways, where's to buy it, um, where to buy it. That's not Barnes & Noble or Amazon. So you can support more either local local bookstore or you can get a used book or go to your library. Um, if you want to learn about libraries, check out my last episode, Libraries and Cream. Uh, okay. Ready? Ready, ready, ready? Uh. <laughs> oh, we have to do Mess of the Week. Duh. Mess of the Week is my sleep schedule. I am so exhausted. Um, I'm definitely at that stage of like exhaustion where I'm loopy, I think. Um, maybe. Who knows? So my job requires me to get up at like four, four thirty in the morning. I work in childcare on top of being a tutor. Um, and so my childcare shift starts at six AM and so I have to be at work at six AM, which means they let the house at like um I don't know, man, like 
early, 5.15, Um, So I can get there early and whatnot. So I'm just super, super tired. And I'm naturally a night person. So I normally stay up really, really late. Um, or my body can't fall asleep super early. Or, you know, I only see my sister in the evenings. I only see my dad in the evenings. So last night I got four. Last night I got five hours of sleep. The night before I got three and a half hours. So I'm running on eight and a half hours of sleep for two nights. Like two separate nights. Which is not not good. So I'm pretty, pretty darn tired right about now. Um, so this is either be a really awesome episode or a really terrible episode. Who knows? Alrighty. Into the episode. So I wanted so I was driving the other day and if you have been following this podcast or you've been following me or you know me in real life um you'll know that the last couple years has been absolute ass for me and you'll know that I started to do like a summer challenge like I'm trying to I'm trying to get my life on track as is anyone who's 22 years old anyone who just graduated college anyone who just who survived the literal pandemic we're all just trying to get our lives on track, you know? Um, and I was thinking about, um, like, what I need to do to be who I want to be. And I think back, so I, 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 there's this weird part of growing up that I think in your 20s is this reconciling who you were as a teenager so some it's easier for others some people are just like I'm leaving teenage me in the past some people try to live it out some people basically it's just healing your younger self in a way and I have been doing a lot of reflection and I moved back home I moved back in with my dad my childhood home like my my parents never moved once I once I was born um and so I'm back in my hometown the one that I lived in for my entire life and I'm back with my sister who's a senior in high school and I'm coaching my high school robotics team I founded helped found that team you know in 2015 so um I feel like there's just a lot of like confronting my past going on and I had a tumultuous college experience um it was not all sunshine and rainbows and so I don't know there's just a lot of like reflecting going And oh, my computer's being loud again while I'm recording. It's fine. Um, and I saw this TikTok. There's so many TikToks that are. I was referencing a TikTok that was like tips for ADHD people, which is like whatever. I don't know how much I believe some 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 advice is good, some of it's not. Um, but it was like instead of focusing on the things that you did wrong, focus on the things. Instead of being like, oh my god, I didn't focus or I didn't plan or I didn't do this. Focus on the things that work for you. Like, what, like think back to the last time you were successful at something. Like, what strategies worked for you? And I was trying to think back of like... Because I've been doing some reconciling with my past, I suppose. Um, the past couple years have been pretty trash. And I have just not been... There are some things about me that I am so happy that I'm better than I used to be there so some parts of me that I'm like wow I cringe at the thought of previous Alina and the version that she used to be like I'm so glad that I've grown and changed and I'm different and then um then there's part of me that I'm like but there's also part of me that's not as good as I used to be I used to be so on top of my shit I used to be able to do anything and um my grades were better I was more involved I like took care of I took care of business better than I do now um I was more responsible more determined and disciplined I was more disciplined I was so much better at doing things than I am now um and I think back and like why why am I why can't I do the things that I used to do like why I used to be like a star student and not just like not just in high school but like in college too and there's all I remember in my junior and senior especially my senior I was like these are within my capabilities like I can absolutely do this why am I not doing this like why am I somehow paralyzed I'm part of it the undiagnosed ADHD um but like why am I just not doing the things that I know how to do the things that I'm good at why can't I do the things that I'm good at anymore um I would sit there I'm like why can't I just do it like why can't I just be better um and some of it, you know, obviously, like, the, um, the ad hid, the 
neurodivergency potential there. But part of it, I looked back and I was like, I used to think I was a shit. I was so confident. I used to be so confident in myself. I used to be so on top of things. I used to, I just knew that I would be successful. I just knew that I could do something. I, I didn't doubt myself like I doubt myself now. I... I was like, I'm going to be humble now. Um, I, w- I was so confident in myself all the time. And I, I, I mean, I've always had self-esteem issues. I've always been really insecure about my body, about certain things, about my intelligence. My, I've, been, I've always been insecure. But I also always knew I was smart. Like I was, I was scholarly. I always knew that I was, I was an academic. And in the past couple of years, I just haven't been. And there, I can... I mean, some of it is the pandemic that we've been in. Some of it is the way that, you know, the farther, the farther you go in academia, the way that it's different and it's challenging in new ways. But I can trace some of it back to one specific incident as well. Um, my fall semester, my junior year of college, I had an incident that rocked me to my core that I tell people it ruined my life. Not did it really ruin your life, but it, 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 it kind of did, um, and if if you know me, you know what I'm talking about. Um, this incident, it just knocked me on my ass in every way possible. I mean, truly, not only did I get a concussion, <laughs> that re- and and um, thousands of dollars of medical bills. Um, I lost a lot of my friends. I lost a lot of my professional colleagues. Not like not like they died. They didn't die. I was the little only one with a medical incident. Um, a lot of people lost respect for me. People I thought were my friends stopped talking to me. I lost my job. I uh, lost my housing. Um, I truly was just dirt poor in the middle of a school year and had to figure out a place to live, how to get money, how to do well in school. I was taking, it was an incredibly challenging semester and this thing happened to me and it was honestly the consequence of my own actions. I think, I don't know. So much is fuzzy. There's so much that I don't remember but like it was so hard following that I I was already having a rough semester because it was so busy and I was having a hard time juggling everything and then after that it just fell apart I got a 38% on an exam a 38% because um, I had a lab practical like five days after a concussion that I couldn't I couldn't study for because I had to be in a dark corner um, and I couldn't read things or do things that required concentration like you know studying for a lab practical um, and it was, it was just so hard. And I, I was talking to a friend about it a, like a few months after the fact that was in November and, in March, I was talking to a friend about it. I said, the worst thing about it was that it wrecked my confidence. Like it removed all confidence I ever had in myself. And I just, I carried so much shame with it. Like so much shame followed that. Um, and it still follows me. Like it affects me every single day to the now and it's been nearly two years it'll it'll be two years in November and it's it's almost October so um and it affects me every day and I think it would not have been so bad and so horrible and I think I would have recovered sooner if um the world didn't implode so uh, that was November of 2019 and in January February I was like I'm trying to get my shit together I'm gonna get my shit together things are gonna be okay um, but then March, a little something happened. I don't know if you heard of it. It was kind of like low key, um, you know, kind of, kind of low key. Um, the COVID-19 fucking pandemic <laughs> happened and I just, I rocked my shit. I was already in such like a precarious state, uh, before that. And then when COVID happened, it just knocked me down again and, shit sucked um and I'm still recovering from 2019 and also even before my specific incident um I had some issues that year as well 2019 was a very rough year for me 2017 was also very rough until 2016 um 2018 was the only really good year and then every year other than that has been absolute shit um and it's one thing to be like oh you're just so negative like look at it more positively. Like, I can recognize that there were some incredible, awesome things about 2016, 2017. Like 2017 was simultaneously my best and my worst year for sure. Um, same with, and 2018 was my best. 2019 had some awesome rocking things, super, super, super cool things with it too. Um, but some shitty things as well. So, um, just a nice balance there. 
So really the whole thing, I was like, I, you know, this summer I've been trying to reconcile. I was like, man, confidence. I need that back. And I was like, well, I know that I need to put work in. And I, like, I have a plan. Like I know what I need to do to build my confidence. Like I, I know what I need to do, but I'm also curious as to what the internet's going to tell me. So I Googled it and it was exactly what I expected and some things that I didn't quite expect. So there were some things I was like, huh, what do you know? Um, that threw me for a, that surprised me. Um, but a lot of it was exactly as I expected. Um, a lot of it, there was a few from like web websites of like mediocre white men entrepreneurs, um, who are just kind of, they, they talk like fucking assholes, you know, um, men who are like, don't bullshit. Don't like the kind of men who post black and white inspiration photos on Instagram, you know, or it's from like, um, women who named McKinley or who have children named McKinley, um, and post very washed out photo, like, um, filtered photos on Instagram and, you know, they're like a size two, like, and, and I know I'm like stereotyping and stuff like that. Um, but so much of it was like really basic and cheesy and some of it's legit for sure. Um, and some of it's very basic and cheesy and I'm going to rag on a lot of it. Um, however, you know, if these things do work for you, listen, I might not be very confident anymore. Um, however, I am confident enough in my opinions that we can disagree. If you have a disagreement, that's okay. Um, we can disagree and we can have different opinions on things. I'm, I'm cool with that. I shit on things more than I should. Um, but I, I read these because I was like, you know what? Maybe these like girl bosses, finance bros, gym bros, maybe they're onto something. Like they always look so happy, you know? Um, and like, I get it. Social media, a lot of it's not real anyway. Um, but like, they always just like seem like they have it together. Like, what is it? Like, what, why? And I was like, maybe, you know, if you can't beat them, join them kind of thing. I'm like, maybe, maybe you can get me on board with it. Um, and you know, I can get on board with some of it, not all of it. And also like it makes them happy. It makes them happy. I will just like make fun of it sometimes, you know, cause like, come on, come on. You can't, they all look the same, you know, <laughs> it's all it's all stolen from Pinterest anyway. Like how much of it is original? You know, it's, they went to TJ Maxx and they said, I'm going to buy it all. You know, it's like the Ray Dunn bitches. That's what I'm talking about. Um, and their husbands who are your gym bro, gym finance bros, you know, um, it's an, it's a nurse who's now a stay at home wife or, um, and her husband who like works in investments and you know, something like that. So yeah, cause it's just, man, I don't know. They seem to be having a good time and they always have like lots of friends and they're always happy and cute babies. I'm like, damn, yeah, I don't have any of that. Um, but we're I'm 22 and I don't want any of that right now. But you know, I want, I want the confidence. I want the audacity. I want to have the confidence of a mediocre white man. You know, think about it. They always have the caucasity, the audacity, the fucking gall. Where's mine? Where's, where is it? Where is my treat? I've been a very good girl. Whatever the TikTok audio is. But like truly like, come on. Um, And I used to be that way. Like truly, like when I was hanging out with my friends over the weekend, I hung out with some friends and I felt so bad. I was like, these are people who I'm friends with. I care about them. I love them. I know that they care about me. But I was like, I haven't talked to them in months. I haven't seen them in months. And I went and hung out with them and I was like so had such a little charisma. I was not fun. I didn't make any jokes. I hardly laughed. I didn't talk that much. Like I was awkward. I'm like, what the fuck, Alina? Like they're your friend. Like when I met them two years ago, I was so charismatic. They were like, Alina's so cool. And then my life fell apart and it's my little too. And I was like, I'm supposed to be her mentor and I'm literally falling apart in the seams, but she still loves me and it's fine. We're kind of like a hot mess express together though. It's kind of fun. And we're going to crash a wedding someday together. So if you have a wedding, um, can we crash it? I guess if we have your permission, we're not crashing because it's an invitation. So whatever. Okay. Let's get into my findings. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wasn't charismatic and I felt bad that my friends got me, got boring Alina. And I was like, oh, you deserve so much better than boring Alina, you know? Okay. So what I found from these sites, so one, not all of it was like douchebaggy, entrepreneurial success, like the motivation Instagram accounts. But some of it was, some of, some of it was, um, and there was a lot of repetition. A lot of these sites talk about the same things. A lot of these sites have the exact same advice, like truly like one or two keywords difference. Um, 
which is I think is interesting. So, um, I'll kind of kind of go over that a little bit. There's there's a lot. So I looked at let's see about I just like googled it and clicked on like the first however many links. One thing that kind of frustrated me, my computer is literally screaming. I'm so sorry. Is that they kept calling it hacks. Like I just don't consider them to be hacks. Um, I don't believe in life hacks. Um, because with life hack is always like, um, oh, you want to wake up earlier. Simply set an alarm. It's not a life hack. <laughs> you know? The only hacks that I believe. Or they're like or it's like a life hack. It's like, no, this is just a tip. Like this is just a little like a tip. Piece of advice. It's not a hack. It's just like, ah, here's a piece of advice. Try this instead. It's not a hack. It's just a thing you do. You know, I only believe in hacking when it's like computers. You know, like hacking into a computer program, like a database or something like that. That's hacking. Okay. Hacking is computers. It's not washing your vegetables to get rid of the pesticides. That's not a hack. That's just a thing you do. Okay. So everything, a lot of stuff was like very basic, cheesy, kind of like surface level. It's not every website did, but some websites actually included like how to do the things. But like almost every, I've saw on multiple websites, um, don't listen to self-limiting beliefs. Don't listen to self-doubt. Don't listen to self-limiting thoughts. Um, it, it came across multiple things, like multiple, uh, multiple things. Um, so it's like, okay, fair enough. Then it's just like, oh, it's important to quiet negative thoughts. Um, and I, I, I have a spiel on that. Um, I don't believe in positivity because I believe in negativity and I don't believe in either of them. I believe in both. I believe in a balance. Um, and I was, this is where I was thoroughly surprised. So I'm at one, some of this advice, some of it a lot was don't listen to negative thoughts. Think positively, which is true to an extent. And I normally disagree with that because I'm like, you can't just like, you can't just like think positive your way out of like a serious problem. You know, you can't just like think positive your way out of things. But some of these websites actually included, um, Hey, don't just suppress your negative emotions. You need to feel them first. Like, you need to acknowledge them and then you can shift to a positive one. You can replace them. But you you have to pay attention to the negative one. You have to address it. And that's what I was surprised with and I really appreciate it because I wholeheartedly agree. Um, I work with kids a lot and seven-year-olds have a really hard time with emotional regulation and, you know, I always tell them, you know, they're, they come up to me crying or I see them in the corner crying and they're crying over something that, like, I wouldn't cry over. And I'm not a big cryer any, but, like, you know, more more mature people probably wouldn't cry over. And I'm like, but you know what? She needs to, it's so hard. She has such big feelings and she does not know how, how to sit with them and how to hold them and process them. And I just, I say, hey, feel your feelings. It's okay. You have big feelings right now and they're hard to process. Feel your feelings. I'm not going to, I don't see a kid kid's crying just because she misses her dad I'm not gonna say hey cheer up no I'm gonna say hey you know what it does stink it stinks to miss your dad but you'll see him later let's cry it out feel those feelings girl and then you know what let's go have some fun let's move on feel your feelings process them sit with them and then we're gonna we're gonna think happy thoughts after that so I, I was surprised that it said that like don't suppress it but like acknowledge them so I was like thoroughly surprised and I think that's I think that's decent advice um, the, some of the stuff said don't listen to self-limiting beliefs, but it doesn't really tell us how to do that. Um, and that was kind of frustrating. Just like quiet them, don't listen. And I'm like, well, it's kind of hard. <laughs> um, another advice that I saw often was don't always rely on your memory for accurate information because you're going to have a lot of confirmation bias. And I thought that's interesting. I don't know if that necessarily like how that's going to help with my confidence, but they have like a point. Like I can see if you're you're looking back incorrectly in a very emotional way on an event. Um, so I, I don't know. That was okay. Another one, talk yourself, talk yourself out of negative self-talk. There was some redundancy in a lot of these, like, like counter negative thoughts with positive ones. 
talk yourself out of negative self-talk. Don't listen to self-limiting beliefs. Like those were multiple bullet points. And yes, technically they're worded differently, but I feel like they could be summarized better. Some of it was kind of redundant and that kind of frustrated. That happened a lot. Um, one that I was surprised to see, but I'm actually wholeheartedly agreeing. I'm not wholehearted. Eh, wholeheartedly I am. Um, was be curious. I thought that was really interesting. Um, but I, I kind of like it. It said curiosity helps you grow. More importantly, can motivate you to try new things and be open. Um, but what I think about being curious, um, so this one kind of goes hand in hand with an, with another thing that was a other thing that said, be curious, excuse me, learn new skills. And what I liked, so I, I think that be curious is like, sure, you know, I think learning new skills is a step above that a little bit, but I don't know. I think, I think of it a little, like it's a little bit farther, but a lot of times we're confident because we might not know how to handle a situation. Um, or we don't know, we don't know something like, I think, you know, you might be might lack confidence because of lack of experience or lack of knowledge and there was a there was an article that talked about that except for the article I'm gonna I have a very specific rant for that specific article but he that article writer addresses this kind of that it's like it's hard to be confident when you don't have something to be confident about which sounds kind of douchebaggy um but whatever um but the adding new skills, just, I always have this mantra. I don't, I don't like using the word mantra. I guess I have motto. It's more of a motto than a mantra because it's not really a mantra. I don't repeat it. Um, instead of, like, if, you know, if I don't know something, I'll learn it. If it's a new job, um, if I don't know how to do something, I'll learn it. If it's, um, I have a problem at hand and I don't know how to fix a problem. Well, if I don't know how to do it, I'll, I'll, I'll learn it. So I... You know, I, oh no, I broke my bookshelf. I don't know how to fix it. Well, I'll learn how to fix a bookshelf then, you know, even if I don't have those skills at the moment, I can get new skills. Like I can learn new skills, you know, um, I don't have to just live without those. It's not like the skills I was given at birth are the only skills I ever use. You're constantly learning and evolving. So that has helped. That kind of helps, you know. Um, another redundant thing that I I saw off, not redundant, um, that I saw often was gain control by facing your fears. And you know, I have to say, I agree. I'm going to talk a little bit more about controlling your fears, but after the break. Awesome. Welcome back. Um, Okay. So I think facing your fears is a good way to get confident. Um, I kind of want to push this a little bit m- kind of more broadly, but more specific. I don't more broadly. I can't just a fucking contradiction. Okay. Face your fears. Yeah, absolutely. Do things that freak you out. I also say. I think facing your fears is like very basic. I think it's I think it's general. Gain control by facing your fears. I think it's a good way to, to develop confidence. I, I, it is. Um, but I, I think that we need to learn to sit with discomfort better. I think that's part of it. Sit with fear, sit with discomfort more. We need to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. That was my, I did a fellowship program. Um, and I, I know I have a few podcasts. I might have a few podcast listeners who are also in that fellowship program. Um, shout out to them. Um, but basically, this fellowship program, the phrase, the the motto of the of the thing is get comfortable with the uncomfortable. And that is truly, I think, one of the best ways to get more sure-footedness, I should say, um, confidence, is to just, like, get comfortable with, with, like, uncertainty, with ambiguity, with being uncomfortable. Because we're always going to have uncomfortable situations in our lives, and when you aren't used to sitting in that discomfort, it is really easy to just repel it and, and back away from it and not handle it. Um, but I think, I think sitting in it. So like, how do you actually do that though? Like that, how do you do that? Well, you do things that freak you out or you do situate, or you 
put yourself in situations that make you a little bit nervous. Um, it is okay to be anxious about some things. <laughs> um, do things that make you a little bit anxious. Um, you know, uh, even like if you're uncomfortable with your body, sit with your body naked. It's uncomfortable as hell. I hate, I mean, t- listen, I don't do this, but take my advice. <laughs> sit with your body naked. Get used to it. Look at, grab a mirror. Hell, grab a mirror. Look at that cooch. Look at what you got down there. Look at, look at the belly. Look at what, look at what you got. Look at them. Look at them boobs. Get comfortable with your body. It's your body. It's your skin. Or, you know, or you're, you're nervous about going someplace alone. Go more places alone. Start, but start small. Start like going to the movie theaters alone. Cause you know what? It's dark. People can't see you and you don't have to talk to anyone. You just watch a movie. It's a good stepping stone. That's, that's how you, how you do that, you know, or sign up for an event. Um, say hi, just do like one little thing a week, you know, until it just gets easier. I see this a lot too. Identify where you lack confidence and what gives you confidence. And I, I think that's pretty good. I think, I think that's good. Um, there's a different, there's a bunch of different variations on that one, you know, um, from different people. I think like looking at, I think stuff like that, like what are your barriers to confidence? And it's like, what are you insecure about? Like truly like you want to like be very specific. Like what are you insecure about? Um, write it down, talk about it. And then, you know, I, I'm insecure about my body. Well, what can I do? And I can be like, well, I can do things that make me feel good. I don't know. Oh, oh my God. There's one of the articles though. It made me really frustrated. And this like stupid ass infographic that said it had confident person versus insecure person. And it said that like insecure people do what feels good. Everyone should do what feels good. Also, it was like insecure people dislike other people and confident people like spending time with people. It's like, no, that's that's introvert versus extrovert. You can be super confident and still like to d- d- dislike people. In fact, there are some very, people who are way too confident in themselves. And because they are, think that they're better than everyone, because I mean, that's not really confidence. That's like cockiness. There's a difference. But they view it as confidence. They're, then they, they dis, dis, disalienate people because they're like, not disalienate, they just alienate people. Oh my God, I'm so tired. They alienate people because they're like, oh, well, they're different and I, I'm confident in myself. And they're, they don't always appreciate differences. I don't know. I thought the infographic was bullshit. And it was like, insecure people can't make decisions and confident people make decisions quickly. You can be confident and still be indecisive. Like, even when I was super confident, Okay, I'm also a very decisive person. I am decisive. Um, however, like, even when I was confident, I was still, like, sitting there at a restaurant looking at a menu and be like, man, I don't know what to pick. I just don't know what to eat. There's so many good options. For me, it's because there's too many good options because I love, I'm just not a picky eater, man. But, you know, what are you not confident? Uh, one article, lifehack.org, which, again, I hate saying, calling these hacks says, in order to tame the demon, you've got to name the demon. And I agree with that. You know? You know, and it says how, take a moment, identify where you specifically want to have more confidence. And then the second part is what gives you confidence. Think about the times that make, like, what gives you confidence? And sometimes you really need to think about that. But they're not really giving you options, you know? A lot of these articles don't say, like, here, do this to feel empowered or do that to feel empowered. Because it is different for everyone. But you know, I'm looking. I'm looking for a little, something a little more concrete. I want. I want specifics. I can't just trust myself all the time. I. <laughs> um. So you know, think of like specific. I don't know. I was like, that's not enough. I need. I need a little bit more. So like, things to do to boost your confidence. Wear an out. Like wear your favorite outfit. Actually, you know what? WikiHow did come through for me on this one. WikiHow's kind of an exception to all these because WikiHow's awesome. Also, more people haven't liked my tweet. Not to be rude, but I made a tweet today that says, imagine if Netflix did a Netflix rap like Spotify does, and in December they tell you that you've watched Kung Fu Panda 98 times in 2021. First of all, hilarious. Second of all, Netflix, get on it. 
Uh, okay, back to what I was talking about, even though I, like, gave you know-it-all transition into my random tangent and then right back. Um, wear heels. if Wear heels and then walk on a tile floor. Strut on a tile floor. That's awesome. Dude, that's, that feels great. Put on, put on a music that makes you want to, you know, kill a man. You know, um, nothing empowers me quite like a good female country, country anthem playlist, female anthem, uh, country playlist. I have made a playlist called giving, um, this is for my, it was, I made it for a friend. Um, but I was like, give, give, um, Maddie, Maddie a gun. Where is it? you're like, yes, let's give Maddie a gun. No, it's very specific. It has a very specific playlist title. I might just give Maddie a gun to kill her husband and all men someday. And it's all songs that are like about bad bitch women shooting shitty ass men. You know, that's pretty awesome. Or like there's this one TikToker and she made a TikTok. She has rules for every day of the week. And every Monday it's female rappers because nothing, nothing quite like a, like a female rapper telling you that you're a boss. You know, that's pretty awesome. Um, shit like that I think is good for you like that's a confidence thing there's remember that one that one um Spencer wah audio that was like put on a cute ass outfit record yourself at three times speed and don't and tell yourself and like you can't tell yourself that you're not a bad bitch that one you know what I'm talking about do that stuff that's that's confidence advice man not be true to you which is like it's I mean, yes, I guess it's, like, good advice. Like, don't be someone you're not, you know. It's, you can't be confident when, well, some people feel more confident when they're pretending to be someone else. But it's not really real confidence. It's, like, false confidence because it's not really you. Um, but, like, be true to you. It's not really confidence advice, but whatever. <sighs> Realizing you are enough. So basic. So, so basic. I mean, it's important because some people, are, like, feel like they're not enough. But, like, realizing... You are enough. It's not confidence advice. Well, no, the, the advice is to figure out how to realize you are enough. And they say hi. Like, how, like, repeat this mantra. I hate that. I call it an affirmation. Just repeat it every day. It's a, and they say, don't say it, but feel it deeply at the core of who you are. To, re- to feel deeply at the core of who you are every day. I am enough. What? What? No. I don't know. Some of it's cheesy. And sometimes you got to le- lean into the cheesiness, you know? Some of it. I don't know, man. Questionable. Who wants to stop comparing yourself? True. Like, don't, don't compare yourself to that person. That I mean, it's, it's not bad advice. It's just not great. You know. It says so. It has like, stop comparing yourself. Then like a mini paragraph, another mini paragraph, and then it says how. It says stop comparing yourself. Just stop. Huh? Huh? <laughs> okay. I do like the one that I saw that said, remember that you are 100% smart. And whether I believe that everyone is 100% smart or not, because I mean, some people are not the sharpest box, no, sharpest crayon in the box, including myself just now. Not everyone's the sharpest crayon in the box. However, I do like this. Take a pie chart and, you know, you you pick different areas. Because a pie chart, no matter what, it has to equal 100 and so you have, you have to figure out, like, I try to identify what percentage smart you are in different categories, like math, music, art, emotions, people skills, self, how well you know yourself. And like, you can pick different amounts of like smart. So like, you can be 25% good at emotion skills, but only 5% good at math, which, you know, like, I always say that because people find it relatable to hate math and people find it relatable that math is hard, but I love math you know, but I'm, you might relate to only being 5% smart at math, but you know, you could be like 30% smart at art. You could be really good at art and really bad at math, you know, stuff like that. So no matter what, like you might not be great at everything, but you have your strengths, you know, you have things that you're smart. You're a hundred percent smart. It's just distributed amongst different things. So I kind of like that. That was, that was pretty cool. I liked that one. Um, some stuff is like surround yourself with positive people which is good I guess um be kind to yourself practice positive self-talk I think to practice I think instead of practicing instead of saying oh just talk nicely to yourself or they do say this one article does say like 
instead of using negatives, negative phrases, you use positive phrases. Um, instead of saying like, I can't handle this, say you can't handle this. Um, or I can't do anything right. I can do, I can do things right. You know, like I can do better next time. Like flipping negative sentences into positive sentences. That's true. Um, I think you should treat yourself as a friend. I think that's, I think, no, I did not see this in any of the articles, um, for po practice positive self-talk, but I, cause we can always, it's so easy to make excuses for ourselves and why we can't treat ourselves a certain way. But I think that you should talk to yourself like you would talk to a friend. Um, you know, I have, I have a couple of friends who are going through something and every time I try to tell them something, they're like, they you know, but blah, 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 or this blah, 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 blah. And I say, if, if the roles were reversed, if I was in this situation, would you let me say that? Would, would you permit this? What would you, what would you say if it was me in this situation? And they'd be like, oh my God, like I would say, I would, I would say what you're saying. I was like, you need to, you need to treat yourself with enough love and respect that you treat your friends, even if it's fake. But you know, like, can you know how sometimes you like say things to make your friend feel better even if you don't 100% mean it you know you know because you're like ah this is what this is what makes them happy this is what they need to hear I'm one of those friends who tells you what what you need to hear not what you want to hear but sometimes you have to tell people both like a, a need and a want there's like some things that overlap you can tell yourself tell you tell you what kind of things I mean you're supposed to treat people the way that they want the way that they want to be treated that's the platinum rule so treat yourself the way you want to be treated by your friends not yourself granted granted if you're someone who um who thinks that you deserve to be treated badly and you you want people to treat you badly because you think you deserve it um go to therapy um no amount of f basic bitch life hacks on the internet is gonna fix that you you gotta go to therapy i'm not gonna lie okay um but don't treat yourself like you're your own friend some stuff like see be kind to yourself like but some articles they'll have like two separate points be kind to yourself and then positive self-talk i feel like positive self-talk goes into being kind to yourself i don't think they need to be separate points but i think that they could they could like be like one you know you write a paragraph under each point anyway um i don't know it's really interesting to, to like read these one one person said talk to yourself and i she was actually she like went through the fbi academy she's like the fbi for like 24 years i thought she was like so cool and then i was like reading her thing and i was like i don't know you're kind of cringy um you know but i she's like talk to yourself and you know i love talking to myself i really do i, I really really do um i don't know if i already said this this episode or not but it's really like I don't know. It is sometimes it's just like nice to like um talk to talk um talk to someone about things, you know, talk through things with someone and that someone is me. I talk to myself all the time. Um give yourself a pep talk. Now, this one article so I like I some like body like some bro language. I like the this this one finance bro guy. Um that's what he is. He said like body language and like your physiology is important and I agree. Um you know, you hold yourself like you're confident. Walk with confidence even if it's fake. Um you know, have put put your shoulders back. Lift your lift your head up. Lift your head up. Um shoulders back, strut. Strut. Walk. That's important. I think that's important. Firm handshake, direct eye contact. Be sure of your body. Um, helps you be more confident. And I think it's good. Like embody confidence. I think that's pretty good advice. You know, um, someone says practice gratitude. I think that's good. Um, I love this one. Think of practice power poses. You gotta do, you gotta do your power pose. And that one I think is one of those cheesy ones, but like an actual like little like hack. Um, to have you know. Put your hands on your hips like a superhero and stand there. Um, do a power pose. I think that's I think that's important. Um, 
or they mentioned like do a yoga pose like the warrior pose you know something like that something that makes you feel do do a pose that makes you feel strong and confident i think that's good that's good advice you know this one dude this one dude bro it was like pretty okay this one guy said um use goal visualization and i think that's cool like positive visualizations like picture your think about your goals i think it's good i think that's a good thing um did i already talk about preparing for the worst and hoping for the best of this episode I have no idea. I don't want to be redundant, but I'm going to, I'm going to go on this little thing. Like, ah, no, I'll do it in a minute. I'm not going to do it yet. But yeah, I thought it was nice. The other dude, bro, at first I was kind of on board. He talks in like a scrappy, he talks like a douchebag, but a lot of people like love the way that it's like ways to be fucking better or some person who always has to insert a cuss word into a title for some reason. And like, he made a point about like, how are you supposed to be confident at your new job if you've never done this type of work before? How are you supposed to be confident in your relationship when you've never had a successful relationship before? I was like, that's valid. Like, no one else brought that up. No one else, no, like, no one else brought up the fact that, like, hey, you might not be confident because you might not have those past successes. Because a lot of these things are like, ah, review past successes. What were you good at? But, like, what if you're not really good at that much stuff, you know? What if you just kind of struggle a lot? You know, what if you're not confident in a relationship because you have no success, like, in, you have problems with intimacy. Like, maybe you had, like, a hard relationship or, like, something like that's fair. And I was, like, totally on board. And he, like, had all these diagrams and he talked about, like, the confidence conundrum and how in order, like, sometimes, you know, but, like, to be, to be happy and successful or loved, you need to be confident. But to be confident first, you need to be happy, happy successful, or loved. Like, there's, like, a cycle. You know, that confidence leads to success, happiness, and love. And love, happiness, and success lead to confidence. It's it's a loop. But sometimes it's hard and you get stuck in a, what he called a loser loop. I thought that was kind of rude. <laughs> um, And it was it was kind of nice. And it was like, oh, wow. Like, that's... No one else talked about that. Um, And uh, I don't know if it was this dude, bro, or the other dude, bro. I think it was the other dude, bro, but it might have been this guy. Um, no, it was this guy. It was the douchey one. He made a good point. The confidence is a feeling. It's an emotional state. And that it's the perception that you lack nothing, that you are equipped with everything that you need. To, <laughs> um, you know, like a person with, with little confidence in their social life believes that they lack the prerequisite coolness to be invited somewhere you know like they're not they don't have what they need to like be a part of the cool kids club you know I thought it was kind of cool like he was like oh yeah like that was a nice mention like that was the only person said I think that's a good way to describe confidence confidence is like the your your sure like your sure-footedness you are sure that you have what you need like you aren't concerned about a lack of something you're not concerned about the lack of something you know you're not worried about that you don't have something. Um, but what he, what frustrated me was when it started off this section about how to be more confident. said, the most obvious and most common answer to the confidence conundrum is simply believing that you lack nothing. Um, that you already have or deserve whatever you feel you would need to make you confident. And then he says, this is the part that makes me angry. And this is where I quit reading the article, not going to lie. Um, but this sort of thinking, believing that you're already, but this sort of thinking, believing you're already beautiful, even though you're a frumpy slob or believing you're a raving success, even though your only profitable business venture was selling weed in high school leads to the kind of insufferable narcissism that causes people to argue that obesity, parenthesis, something that is more detrimental to your health than smoking cigarettes, close parenthesis, should be celebrated as beauty. Fuck you and your fat phobia. Fuck. Are you fucking kidding me? And then it's always, it's just like shitting on other people. I'm like, are you really confident because you're shitting on other people who are confident in themselves? Huh? Huh? (laughs) And then he's like, people don't realize this work and they try to take a different approach, which is like incremental external improvement. But like, no, taking care of your body is good for you. Taking care of your inside and your outside is good for you. And like, and then he's like, the only way to be truly confident is to simply become comfortable with what you lack. 
I was like, that makes sense. But you know what? You know what those people? You know what fat people lack? Skinny. That's it. And you know what? If they're comfortable with that, they're comfortable with that. So fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> now, I think my fave. Like I think the best. I don't know. I think WikiHow came through for me on this one. To be honest, I think WikiHow really did. I think Wiki through WikiHow was like the best one. And I really need to wrap this up. So I'm glad we're doing this now. Um, WikiHow said it's a three part three parts one appearing confident thinking confidently and practicing confidence part one is about like looking the part but not just dressing cool but like dressing what makes you comfortable and feel good and you're clean um it's not about what your clothes but like appearing confident is like the energy that you're giving off practice wearing clothes that make you feel they even say don't base your confidence on outside appearance like your clothes like it says practice wearing clothes that make you feel unconfident for a whole day and try feeling confidence without basing it on appearance. You know, I thought that was kind of nice. You know, like it's about what you present, not necessarily like the clothes appear. And it says perfect your posture care, like carry yourself like your, is your shoulders back, spine straight, chin high, walk with purpose, sit up straight, don't drag your feet. And it says you, you won't only fool everyone else. You'll fool yourself too. Recent research shows that positioning of your body cues your mind to feel a certain way. So smile, keep eye contact, have approachable body language, hold your gaze. Part two is thinking confidently. And what I liked about this is that this article is long. It tells you like activities to do on how to do these things. Um, like it, I like that it says recognize your talents and good qualities and write them down. And I think that's important. You do want to recognize what you're good at. You know, I'm like, damn, that is my strength. Huh. Um, and it tells you like ways to look back on it look think of good qualities looks friendships talents personality think back on compliments other people have given you past accomplishments um and not just like big accomplishments but also like a time that you did an act of service um or the qualities that you try to cultivate so not even like you're perfect at it but the things that you're trying to do the time you're trying to be a good person try to think of obstacles that stand in your way it says remember that everyone struggles with confidence and that's true like yeah and it says um you know view this as a process not a singular achievement like it's going to be a lot of little things over and over um and remember and i like this maybe remember you were born with it no it's not maybelline <laughs> um but like the shame or um Maybe feeling you're not enough. That's learned. You're not born with that. You're born not giving a fuck about how loud you are or how soft your head was or like what your hair looked like. You learned to hate yourself and you can unlearn. Um, get out of your head. And that says practicing confidence step three. So like embrace your interests. Do things that you enjoy. Talk to strangers. It says don't over apologize. Not the only one that I've seen that says don't apologize. And it says accept compliments because I think it's really easy when you're not confident to, um, to like not take compliments. This also says build your confidence by helping others. Drop people who bring you down, slow down, like chill out for a moment. Like we don't have to like speed everything up. It takes time and expect success. So I like that. I think that was, I think that was good. I think to conclude, I'm getting to my conclusions. I think I think confidence is super important. Um you want to you got to believe. You have to you have to believe um to make it real. Um you have to believe in yourself, but it's hard to do that. Um I do always say like I believe in this. I have a hard time with positive self-talk, but I also believe in the self-fulfilling prophecy. So the self-fulfilling prophecy is basically whatever you keep telling yourself you are telling yourself, that's what's going to become true. I mean, it's true though, because when you tell yourself something, you're going to, your behavior alters to the way that you talk like that, you know, the way that you talk, um, you know, and if you keep saying, ah, oh, I'm a piece of shit, then yeah, you're going to keep acting like a piece of shit because you're telling yourself that. And your brain is, your actions and your behaviors are responding 
to that if you didn't think you were you know like that kind of stuff so um positive self-talk is hard granted I'm not like like I mentioned though like I'm not an opt I I'm not an optimist and I'm not necessarily a pessimist sometimes I have to say realist but I don't know I think more of like possibleist did I already talk about Louisa no man I had it all planned and then I had to re-record a chunk because the audio was bad and I don't know what I talked about already and what I didn't talk about but I, I'm gonna repeat this again so even I don't know how to like okay I'm trying to do this fast because we're running out of time so basically I was listening to this podcast about how to be a better human um because I thought it was interesting and one of the people who helped found Fridays for Future in Germany um talked about climate turning climate anxiety into climate action and how she's like a, a possibleist like she believes in possibleism so like not necessarily like you believe that the op- optimal thing's gonna happen that like we're gonna see the best outcome not that we're gonna believe in the worst outcome but that a better outcome is possible doesn't mean that I believe the best I'm expecting the best but like you know that there is poss there is possibility of better things coming along and I think that's what I am um I always say like prepare for the worst hope for the best or expect the worst hope for a best um I always truly believed like I always truly truly believe that I'm going to get whatever I want not necessarily like I'm like a spoiled thing but it's like I go after a job interview I believe in my heart that I'm going to get it you know that kind of thing however you have to be prepared and expect for when it doesn't happen you know, um, cause regardless of whether it goes your way or not, you're prepared. You're going to be okay. Cause when you only, you put all your eggs in one basket and you only, only like, you're like, I know this is going to happen. So why prepare for anything else? This is it. This is the only option when you you're all in that can, I just can't do that. I'm not a risk taker like that. Some it works for some people and some people will be like, Oh, but by preparing and having a backup plan, you're like conceding the fact that it's going to happen. I'm like, no, I'm just saying that like, regardless of whether it happens or not, I'm going to be okay. Cause I have a backup plan. I often try to have no expectations at all. I just, I'm like, I'm going to do great. It's going to go great, but still have no expectations. Like have positive thoughts about something, but no expectations because then I can't be disappointed. I can only be pleasantly surprised, <laughs> you know? Um, I think that's, I think that's good. I think that's helpful. Um, I don't know. I I also think that I I truly fully believe in fake it till you make it. Like absolutely fake it till you make it, which is kind of the idea of embodying, you know, positive the physiology physiology just even if like some of the actions that you it's fake, still do it. It's good for you. I also like fake it till you make it because when you're faking it, you're kind of doing the thing. You're like fake it till you make it. Well, you're already doing it. You're doing the things to do it. That makes sense. Fake it till you make it. It's great. You're going to like trick your brain into being confident. I love tricking my brain for things. Is it easy to just be confident? No. Are these things, is it hard? Are these kind of things surface level? Does it take more digging, like deeper digging than this? Yeah, absolutely. Be mindful, journal, meditate. Do meditations on confidence. Talk to yourself. When it says like, positive self-talk that's hard sometimes I don't I feel weird talking to myself and be like I'm so smart you're so smart Alina sometimes instead of saying I am smart I say Alina you're smart <laughs> and I talk to myself in the second person um but as we know we, I talk to myself I have a dialogue and a monologue going on in my head at all times um there is a voice inside my head and it's me um <laughs> but also get uh, you know right on a like right on a sticky note and put on your walls things I take a neck white expo or expo marker I do I take a white expo marker and I write on my mirrors that's how I write I write my affirmations rather than and it's cheesy I really sometimes I cringe like I look at this stuff and I cringe um but you gotta lean into the cringe is what I'm learning what I'm learning is that like I said earlier like if you can't beat them join them um you gotta lean into the cringiness sometimes the cheesiness they're happy they have to they have to have something figured out you know Unless they seem happier than I am. It's not that I'm unhappy. I'm not unhappy. I'm just unconfident. They seem more confident than I am. They seem to have, they seem to get the things that they want more than I get the things that I want. But I'm still, I'm content. I am content. I am. 
you know, I go for bike rides, I read my books, I have a podcast, I have work, I have family who I love and I spend time with, I have lots of plants, I read a lot, it's, I go to the library, I drink a lot of coffee, like I'm, I'm content, like I'm not unhappy. But there are still some things that I want in this world, things that I want to do. I, I can't live in this current state that I am forever. I, I want to get my PhD, but to get my PhD, I have to believe that I can do it, you know? I have goals. I got to achieve those goals. And how do I achieve those goals? I think about them all the time. I have every day. I think, how can I get myself one step closer to, to PhD? Like, you know, my, my mind is on the, keep your mind on the prize. Keep your eyes on the prize. Eyes on the prize. My mind, Jesus. So I don't know. Do that. That's, that's confidence boosting. I think, um, send yourself fucking flowers. I think what I like about like embody it or like your physio physiology side is take take care of yourself even if you're not confident in yourself take care of yourself um paint your nails because it makes you feel good do your hair in a way that makes you feel good wash your hair wash your body I know that I don't feel confident when my hair is greasy um and I feel better about myself when I'm clean um, or I feel better about myself when I like know that I ate a fruit or a vegetable. Um, when I got my vitamins, I have a tangent, but I'm not going to go on it. Um, look at my self-control. Look at, look at that, look at that self-control. It's hard. I don't know what I've learned from these articles. I guess a couple things. How will I become more confident? I don't know. Will I let you know when I get there? Maybe. Um, Nicole Raffi made a YouTube video about how she became the most confident person ever. And I did not include that at all in this, um, because I wanted to, I did, I Googled, I Googled things. So I didn't do any videos and I didn't do Nicole Raffi's video. And I love Nicole Raffi. She's awesome. And I like aspire to be her. Also find people. Oh, this is a huge empowering thing. This, this is what gives you confidence to me. Or this is what feels empowering. Find the right fucking music. Find the right music. Um, do it. Find music that makes you feel good. That makes you feel strong. That you can belt out in the car. Um, Beyonce is awesome. I, also, I in my tough times, let's do a lot of Beyonce for some for powerful empowering music. Um, a playlist, you know, all about like killing men. Um, I think I already talked about this, this episode. Make or the or the TikToker who um. Yeah, I think I already talked about this episode. Man, my brain is tired. I need I need to go to bed. I need to go to bed. I don't know, man. Sometimes you just have to force yourself to do the thing. And it sucks. And it's uncomfortable. I also think, okay, this is another thing. But they get comfortable with the uncomfortable. When you're in an awkward situation, just laugh. That's what I do. I just laugh. <laughs> For some reason, it makes it better. Or if I'm like, hey, this could be really, this could be a really awkward con situation or awkward conversation but I'm gonna I'm gonna say something right now I'm gonna say hey this isn't awkward and then it makes it less awkward you're breaking the tension you know um bring it up just make crack a joke crack a joke and if someone laughs great great if you make yourself laugh great Alrighty, I think that's it I think that's it for this episode it's kind of a long one I didn't think it to be this long but man I I hope that you all find your confidence someday um, unless you're that piece of shit, fat phobic dude, I want to wreck your confidence, even though you wrote an article and even if the articles help people. Yeah. Okay. Um, one quick thing, just to kind of like a thing, this was a lot of the things that I read were from cis het, um, white people. Um, and I know that they come from an immense place of privilege and I come from an immense place of privilege. So like this might not be applicable to everyone. We can't just... <laughs> I, I think this was pretty general, but I do want to say that there are some barriers to sometimes that, like, people face a lot of hate, and I think hate makes it harder. People face a lot of discrimination, and sometimes it can be kind of hard to feel good about yourself when the world is literally against you, and I just want to know that you're worthy and you're important, and um, fuck all the haters, and truly that, like, fuck them all, and, and um, yeah, I just, I just, I feel like it's important to, like, mention that, um, because representation matters, and it is important for people to see successful people to look like them to make them feel good about them. Like it's, it's so important to see people out there living the dream that you, people who look like you and are like you living the dream that you want to live. Um, 
because you can feel real alone out there sometimes when you don't see other people like you and that is so important so yeah um but yeah please rate review subscribe subscribe support follow follow rate review follow rate review follow um check out my link tree for all my social medias um for where to buy a book for all you can save for um or all we can save yeah go check that stuff out um you guys are rock stars i will see you later bean pod i'm gonna go probably eat and uh take take a nap i'm dead tired um Either that or I'm just going to stay awake so that way I can go to bed earlier tonight. Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. Okay, bye Bean Pod.